Come on, let's lift a voice of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Lord, you're so good to us. Thank you, Lord. What a mighty God. I tell you, you can't, you and I can never imagine the depth of that love that Jesus has for us. And oh, I'm telling you, he sees us right where we are. He sees all the little kinks in our life. He sees all the little stumbles we take and just, man, but it doesn't sway his love at all. He loves us. He does everything he can to correct us. Don't you ever think, well, I've I've just caused the Lord not to love me because that's a lie. You You can't do nothing that would make him not love you. You can do things that would displease him just like we can do in the natural to our parents. Do things that they're not pleased with, but they're going to love you. And I'm thankful today for that unconditional love of Jesus today. It has changed my life completely. Don't you love him? Give him one more hand and a shout of praise in this house. Darling. Thank you, darling. I tell you, that girl can sing. (laughs) I know she's mine, and you. But hey, I knew it from the before she was mine. I heard her sing before she was mine, and I knew that girl can sing. And she's beautiful too. She's a beautiful soul. Makes me better. That's for sure. Praise God. Glad to have you in the house of the Lord. Thankful for you to be here. Stand with me for the reading of the word for just a moment. If you would, you have your Bibles. Mark chapter 13. In Mark chapter 13, as you're finding verses 28 through 37, uh, we're reading a portion of scripture where the disciples have asked, what are the signs? How are we going to know when the end is coming? And Jesus begins to tell them some things that will come on this world and things that are going to happen in this earth. And tells him don't be deceived and and don't be don't let anybody deceive you make sure you stay fast to the faith and hang in there there'll be tribulation and trouble but that's not the end yet and then everyone will see the son of man coming in the clouds and the power of his glory then he's going to gather his elect from the four corners and so in verse 28 He tells him, now learn the parable of the fig tree. When her branch is yet tender and put forth her leaves, you know that summer is near. In other words, when you see the the bare branches of winter begin to bloom, you'll know that summer is coming near. Well, there's a season in between in there. So ye in like manner, when you shall see these things come to pass, know that it is nigh even at the doors. Verily I say unto you that this generation shall not pass till all these things be done. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. If Jesus said it is coming to pass, it's going to happen. 
But of that day and that hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Take your heed, watch, and pray, for you know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey who left his house, gave authority to his servants, and to every man his work, commanded the porter to watch. Watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, whether you're sitting in the seat or standing behind the desk, He's saying it to us all. Watch. I want to preach for a few moments on this thought. A watched pot. A watched pot. Not a washed pot. A watched pot. Let's pray this morning. Lord, thank you for your presence and for what you've done in this house already today. Thank you, God, for just blessing us and touching us, strengthening us today by your presence, by your mighty power by your mighty name. Now bless us to receive this word into good ground, Lord. We ask it in Jesus' name and everyone said, Amen. Give the Lord a hand for his word before you're seated this morning. He's a great God. You can be seated. Thank you for being in the house of the Lord. Thank you for being here today. The word that Jesus uses over and over right here at the end is watch. But it's not to watch as is you are watching a show or watching a game as you are watching something interact for entertainment. It's not for you to watch something that would just hypnotize you and put you to sleep. The word watch in the Greek there means to keep awake, to be vigilant, and to be watchful. In other words, to watch for something that is coming. To be like a man on a wall watching for an enemy that could come at any time. Or, you know, if you were to, a lot of people love to watch a meteor shower, but you don't know when they're going to come, so you just have to stand and watch, or you miss it. And I went out for a few moments, but then I came in, and I guess they all came by while I went inside, that's why you got to watch. If you want to see those things, you've got to watch. And there is an event coming, and you and I don't know the time of it. Jesus said that the Son of Man is coming, and even the angels don't know the hour or the day. But it's going to happen nonetheless, because my word, even though heaven and earth will pass away, my word will not pass away. You can believe me, I am coming again. So he said, We need to watch. But that's where the problem comes in for some people because they begin to wander in the watching. Yeah. Oh, you know how it is. That's why I want to talk to you about that watched pot. Whenever you are just watching something, it seems like, you ever heard about, well, I'm watching the clock and it seems like the clock don't move. You ever had them days at work where 
nothing was going on, if you, especially if you were in an office and you're just like, this day is never going to end. But guess what it did? But it just seemed like it. And so you try to find things to distract you and, and find things that can get your attention so you don't have to just watch. But Jesus said, you better not get distracted. You better watch. You better stay awake. You better be vigilant. And you better be watching. Because I am coming and you don't know when. We better watch. Honey, I cannot stress enough today that we better not get caught up in this world and get distracted in this world and get entertained by this world to where we stop watching for the coming of the Lord. We talked about being all in. Well, honey, that's watching. If you're all in, you are watching. It doesn't mean you can't do something else, but you better never let it leave your mind that Jesus is coming back. That better be first and for If you have been born again and you are got ready for heaven, it better be right here in the front of your brain. Whatever you're doing, Jesus is coming back. Will this affect me going? Jesus is coming back. Will this affect me watching? Is this going to stop me from seeing the coming of the Lord? Because every eye is going to see him. But he said to some he would appear and it would be to everlasting shame. Just because we see him don't mean we all see him the same. Some's going to see him to everlasting joy and some's going to see him to everlasting shame. Let me tell you, it is too serious to be playing around in this day and hour. It is too serious to be halfway in and halfway out. It's too It's too close to the end of time to be straddling the fence, standing in the middle of the road, whatever you want to call it. It's time to pick a team and serve. Choose this day who you will serve. (laughs) Yeah, come on. I know what I'm talking about. But when people start watching, they get bored. They, They, you know, it's just like, you ever heard the phrase, watch it like watching grass grow? That's the way people sometimes, that's the way some people feel about watching for the coming of the Lord. Oh, but there's so many things to get into. There's so many things I could be doing or, or I could just go to sleep for a while. Watch. I don't want to be caught somewhere else. I don't want to be caught in the wrong place. I don't want to be caught on the wrong side of the door. I don't want to be caught asleep when I ought to be watching. I want to make sure that I am watching I don't want to wander from the Lord while I'm supposed to be watching. If you're supposed to be a shepherd and you're watching sheep, you don't just get up and go, let me see what's happening over here in these woods. You you watch because you never know when that lion or that bear or that wolf is going to try to come in. You've got to be vigilant. You've got to be watching so you don't uh, have sorrow and trouble. Man, you don't want to miss the coming of the Lord. Jesus said, you'll be able to see some signs. And he compared it to watching a, uh, an olive or a fig tree that now that uh, in the wintertime, you know, they lose all their leaves and they're bare. There's nothing on them. And, but he said, when they begin to bloom, now you're going to know that summer's near. Well, there's a season in between there. Sometimes it, it takes a while. He's letting us know there's a time period that you just don't know. But, but you know that it's getting here. It's going to be here. It's going to come. When you see those leaves blooming, you know that fruit's on the way and soon it'll be time for harvest. 
And friend, the things that are happening in this world today, you ought to be able to know that Jesus is coming back soon. When we wander, we stop watching. And when we stop watching, we fall asleep. I don't want to fall asleep on the Lord. I don't want to fall asleep on my watch. If you were to set up, be in the military and you had somebody on watch because the enemy might be coming, you don't want that guy sleeping. You want that guy wide awake because you don't want them slipping past him. How did they get in the camp? The guy that was supposed to be watching wasn't watching. And all the trouble in the lives it cost because he wasn't watching. He said, the master is coming suddenly. So watch. If you want to prevent spiritual slumber, watch. Stay awake. I ain't talking about just natural sleep. I'm talking about stay awake spiritually. Don't let yourself fall asleep spiritually. Wake yourself up. It's high time to awake out of sleep. Jesus is coming again. We are so excited about what God is doing right here in our services and the presence that we feel, but we cannot even get so caught up in our services that we forget that Jesus is coming back. I cannot be so concerned with having good services and making sure the numbers are up that I forget that Jesus is coming. I cannot sacrifice my watch. I've got to keep watching for Jesus. I want to have good church, and I want all that will come in to come in, but most of all, I don't want to miss, and I don't want you to miss, and I don't want anybody else that comes in to miss the coming of the Lord. And believe it or not, because it don't matter if we believe it or not, it's going to happen. One day Jesus will appear in the clouds and every eye is going to see him and he will gather his church off of this earth. I want to go, so I better watch. Oh, watching is so boring, so uneventful, so many things I could be getting into. Friend, we must be about our Father's business. We must watch. I titled this a watched pot because there's an old saying from the 1700s that a watched pot never boils. Well, that's a lie. Just so you know. The meaning of it, though, is that that it seems like a long time whenever you are anticipating something and it looks, looks like nothing is happening. Here's what... I know about boiling water from looking it up on the internet. I said, what happens when you boil water? Well, I found out that a pot of water, depending on which type of stove you use, whether it's gas heat or electric heat and how high you have it turned up, it can take anywhere from four to ten minutes to begin to boil. That's not a very long time. We think it's longer because we're looking at it. But what happens is that heat energy is transferred to the molecules of water which begin to move more quickly. Eventually, the molecules have too much energy to stay connected as a liquid. When this occurs, they form gaseous molecules of water vapor. They float to the surface of bubbles. They travel into the air, and we see steam. What you need to know is this, is that a a pot, whether it's watched or unwatched, you put it on heat, it's going to boil. Just because you ain't watching it, 
don't mean it won't boil. From the very moment you set that pot of water on heat, something begins to happen. At first, you can't see it. But that doesn't mean it's not coming. And hey, maybe we can't see everything that's about to unfold, but you better know something's coming. I, I thought about, I, I, I tried to think back to the last pot of water I boiled. I said, what did I see? Because I have watched a pot and it boiled. I have done that because I know me. I'll be like, oh, okay, I got it. I don't want to watch it. I'll go and start doing something, and 25 minutes later, I come back, and there's a burnt pot. Because guess what? Whether I watched it or not, it boiled. And the whole time I should have been ready to cook, I, now I got to start all over. I, because I have scorched that pot, and the water is gone. I got to refill and start it all over again. Because I was not there. Something is happening from the moment heat is applied. And so I thought, I remember, I looked at it. You put it on there and you're watching it. And all of a sudden, all on the bottom of the pot, you see these little bubbles popping up. And then all of a sudden, you see the little tiny bubbles just starting to stream up. And then they get bigger and fatter. And then all of a sudden, you get this rolling boil. And then there's steam. So in other words, a watched pot does, in fact, boil. And it doesn't matter whether you're watching it or not, it's going to boil. But see, that's the way people treat the coming of the Lord. Oh, I get so bored waiting on the Lord. What, what, I got saved. Won't he just come back already? Man, I've been baptized, filled with the Holy Ghost. Won't he just hurry up and come back? That's why we're like, come quickly, Lord Jesus. We're ready for the Lord to come back. But he's going to come in his time. And I don't know the hour, and you don't know the hour. And Jesus said, what you need to do is watch. Well, that's just unfair, Jesus. How dare anybody ever say that to Jesus? That's just unfair. I think it was unfair to be despised and rejected, to be beaten, whipped, and falsely accused and nailed to a cross. That, 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 was, that was unfair, but it was needed, and so he did it. So let me tell you, if, I, if I've got to just be vigilant, if I've just got to watch, then Lord, help me to watch. Don't let me fall asleep in my spirit. Don't let me just get numb in the spirit, but let me uh, remember that I'm watching. It's going to happen. Whether we're watching it or not, it's going to happen. Whether I'm looking for him to come or not, he's coming, ready or not, he's coming. Jesus is coming again, my friend. And I don't know if you've tried to, a lot of people love to put things in a planner and in a calendar. Uh, My wife's been trying to teach me to do that. Uh, I've gotten a little better about it. But this is one thing you can't put on the calendar. You or I don't know when it's coming. You won't have time to fix your hair, brush your teeth, take a shower, put on your best suit. Friend, he's going to come. He might come while you're in the shower. He might, come, he might come while you're driving down the road. I don't know when he's going to come, but he's coming back. You better be ready. He might be coming back while you're trying to weigh out. What should I do? i tell you what you do. Get in the church. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come on, somebody. Serve the Lord and stay faithful and watch for his return. And don't get caught up in that washed pot doctrine. Oh, I got saved and I'm going to go do something else until it's time. You'll get distracted. You'll forget. You know what? Sometimes if I'll have to fill this baptistry up so uh, it doesn't make noise while the pump's on. So what I do is I turn it on. And I, I have stood there for a few minutes. I'm like, so I go to my office. And I start reading or I start studying. I'm doing something. 
And I've completely forgotten that I am filling the baptistry. And I come out here, and water's right here. Yeah. And I'm like, that's close. And then I had to get the pump and pump it back down and get it back to the right level. But see, if something, that's why you, you got to keep it in your mind. And so what I'm telling you is this, is that it doesn't mean you can't do anything else. But never let, you can never forget that Jesus is coming back. You're, we, we get so busy trying to plan out our lives. Our, even, we try to plan our walk with God and, and what we're going to do and all these things. And that's great. Have a plan. Pray for things. Have desires. That's great. But never forget that whatever I do, don't let it distract me so I forget that Jesus is coming back. Make sure that in my desperation and in my desire to be right with him and to, to work for the kingdom that I forget that he's actually coming back. So I forget to do the things that keep me watchful. Jesus said, watch and pray. Watch and pray. Watch and pray for you don't know when the time is. Watch and pray because you don't know when the time is. Oh, I don't like to pray. Too bad. Watch and pray. See, prayer is another one of the things that people like. I feel like nothing's happening. And so I'll just worship a little harder and I won't pray. I'll just read the Bible a little longer and I won't pray. I'll go to church, but I won't pray. Because, oh, praying, just pray an hour. Oh, my goodness, pray an hour. Really? Well, I'll tell you, pray as long as you can. But pray. Maybe you don't have an hour. I don't know how that's possible, but maybe let's just say for the sake of argument, you don't have an hour. Pray. How long does it take you to get to work? 30 minutes. Pray. Turn the news off, turn the radio off, turn your music off, and pray. Talk to the Lord. How long does it take you to take a shower? Some of y'all take 30 minutes to take a shower. Well, all right. Whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 30, pray. Pray, talk to God. Pray without ceasing. Now, I know you can't pray 24 hours a day. You've got to sleep sometime, but you should always be ready to pray. Prayer should never be ceased from your life. Prayer should be part of your life. Because it will help you to watch. Some things come by prayer and fasting. Some things come by watching and prayer. Being ready for the Lord comes by watching and prayer. Not just watching, not just prayer, both. Uh, come on, I need somebody to get with me. Hey, listen. That watch pot that you was boiling water, if you don't want to waste it, you better be watching. You watch it. You, if you go to do something else, you better remember, I got water on because if you don't, you're going to forget it's going to boil out and it's gone. When it boils away, it's gone just like the vapor that was coming out of that pot. It's gone. The, th- the amazing thing is, is that just over one, one chapter in Mark uh, 14. Well, let me, before I get to that, let me go to this. Peter wrote it like this in 2 Peter 3. He said, the second epistle, beloved, I, I write unto you in both which I stir up. Trying to wake you up. I want to stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. He's, trying, he's fixing to remind them of something. That you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and the commandments of us, of the apostles, of the Lord and Savior, knowing this, that there shall come in the last day scoffers who walk after their own lust. And they say, a watch pot never boils. They say, where's the promise of his coming? 
For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Nothing's happening. Nothing's changing. Sometimes things are happening you can't see. When water begins to boil, it affects the molecules. Can you see the molecules? You can't see the molecules. Something's happening in the spirit world that you and I can't even see. There's things going on in the heavens that you and I can't even fathom yet that we can't see. There's spiritual warfare happening in this world that our eyes have not been opened to and we have not been awakened to yet, but it's about to come to a rolling boil. And you better know that that watched pot is going to boil whether we're watching it or not. It's going to happen whether we're ready or not. Jesus is coming back. Whether you've made your decision yet or not, you can't say, wait, I didn't make my mind up. Too bad you should have made it up while you were sitting there listening to that preacher when he was telling you, choose, pick, decide this day. Who will you serve? I don't want to be looking up at the bottom of people's feet while they're being caught up in the air saying, wait for me. So I'm watching. I'm watching. But Peter said there'd be these watched pot people in the last days. Everything's just like it was. Because you know, you, if you were to measure the amount of time, you put that water on, start boiling, you turn around, you, that thing ain't boiling yet, just that quick. We do that. Oh, how long is this going to take? You got, you got to drop them ramen noodles in there. You know you got to. I don't want to get caught up in that washed pot never boils mentality. So I was just going to find something to entertain myself or distract me while this is taking place. But I want to be watching. I want to be watching the signs of the times. I don't want to be uh, messing around and not understand when it's time for me to do my job and, and to be ready for the coming of the Lord because he could come at any time. They say, where is the promise of his coming? Let me tell you something. He said it. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. If he promised it, it's going to happen. It's coming to pass just like he said. He said, for this they are willingly ignorant of and that by the word that never fails of God that the heavens were of old and the earth stand out of the water and in the water. He said, this world is held together by that word and everything is continuing by his word. He said in, in verse 8, Beloved, be ignorant, don't be ignorant of this one thing, that one day with the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. God's time is not our time. That's why he said, watch. He said, I'm not going to give you an hourglass. I'm not going to give you a calendar date. I'm just going to tell you, watch, because I'm coming. I'll give you signs. You'll see some things happening, and you need to know that it is nigh, even at the door. It's coming. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some men count slackness, but he's long-suffering to us, not willing that any should perish. He doesn't want us to miss this. He doesn't want us to be lost, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens shall pass away with great noise. What did Jesus say? Heaven and earth pass away. Mm. The elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up, seeing then that you all... that then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person are we to be in all holy behavior or conversation and godliness? Looking for, watching, looking for and hasting until the coming of the day of God, 
wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we according to his promise look for new heavens, a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent. Stay awake. Be vigilant. Be watching that you be, may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. But people get tired in the watch. Jesus said in Mark 13 and 33, watch and pray. Just one chapter over, we find Jesus in the garden. And he tells his disciples in verse 37 38, he comes and he finds them sleeping. And he says unto Peter, Simon, sleepest thou? Could you not watch one hour? Really? You're asleep? I'm in torment. I am praying. I am battling for the souls of men. And all I asked for you to do was watch and pray so you wouldn't enter into temptation. I just, and I come back and you're asleep. Man, I washed your sins away. I filled you with my spirit. I gave you ministries. I gave you a church to worship in. I have blessed you financially. I have blessed you with family. I have taken care of you, watched over you, delivered you, and healed you. And you're asleep. You're asleep in the church. It's time to wake up. It's time to get out of our flesh. And it's time to get out of our head. And it's time to get our mind back on the kingdom. Are we asleep? Let me tell you, as vital and as important as that battle in the garden was, there's a battle going on in this world today. And there is wickedness in high places. We are fighting spiritual wickedness on every front. This world is turned inside out and upside down and turned its back on God. You better believe right now, you just like Peter and the apostles sitting in the garden, and we better not be asleep. He said, watch, pray, lest you enter into temptation. People say, we want to help keep you out of temptation is watching and praying. Not reading and singing. Ain't nothing wrong. Need to read. You need to read your word. You need to sing songs. The Bible says we ought to sing songs and psalms and spiritual things. We ought to. And singing. Oh, our choir. Man, let me tell you, I love our choir. And I love our music. And I love our singers because they usher in the presence of the Lord and they help us. But let me tell you, when it comes down to your personal soul and yourself, you got to be saved. It's going to take more than a heavenly choir. And it's going to take more than the Bible on tape. It's going to take some time on your knees watching and praying. It will help you stay out of temptation. It will help. It'll help you. Watch and pray that you enter not in temptation. 
when you're tempted to quit, watch and pray. When you're tempted to stop walking, watch and pray. When you're tempted to throw in the towel, watch and pray. When you're tempted to do things you know God's words, watch and pray. I know it says that in the word. Why can't I apply it? Pray. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Watch and pray so you won't enter into temptation. I know the spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. He said, that, fle- that spirit, oh, it indeed, it is willing, my son. But your flesh is weak. And you want to know how you build yourself up on your most holy faith? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Pray. How do I build myself up on my most holy faith? Pray. Oh, prayer. Oh, I got to go to prayer. No, you don't have to go to prayer. We, we, we urge people, get here early, come to the prayer rooms, but you don't have to. You wish you had a, you'll be better for it. Monday night prayer just puts a, you know, it's hard for me. Hey, you don't have to come, but you'll be better if you do. You'll be better if you do. I promise you that. You want to get the help getting through the rest of the week? Because if we, if we were honest, Monday night prayer might be the only time some people pray. Well, it's either that or at the dinner table. Hey, I ain't mean. I'm not a mean pastor. You know I'm not. I'm telling you that we cannot afford to be sleeping in this hour. We cannot afford to miss the coming of the Lord. And if we are all in, we need to be praying, fasting, worshiping, singing, teaching, preaching. Everything we can do, we need to be about our Father's business. We need to be doing the things that he wants us to do. When the signs of the times are now all around us, scripture is being fulfilled literally in front of us and in, in, in front of our face. You hear it on the news every day. It's nigh even at the door. We cannot be caught asleep. And just as that pot of water will surely boil, watched or not, Jesus is coming whether we are watching or not. Jesus reiterated some of these things. These things are told in a different context a little bit in Matthew 24. In verse 37, I believe where I'm at, Matthew 24 and 37, Jesus began to remind them of the days of Noah. He said, but as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were Before the flood. Before the flood. Let me ask you, what is occupying our time before the flood? He said in this day they were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. They were just going about as business as usual. But when Noah went into that ark, God shut the door. 
When you read the account in Genesis, God, Noah didn't shut the door. Wasn't his, he didn't even know when the rain was going to come. He just waited. He was always listening, watching, listening. And the Lord said, time to go. Noah and his family went in. God shut the door. And when God shut that door, it didn't matter how hard they beat on it. Because it says, and they, you know, something else the flood brought? It brought knowledge. And they knew not until the flood came and took them all away. When the rain began to fall and the waters began to rise, then they knew that what that man preached, it validated Noah's 70, 75 years of preaching that he preached. Peter said he was a preacher of righteousness. And all the ones that said he was crazy. Flood. Well, it's dry again. Just like it, everything's continuing just like it was 70 years ago when you started, Noah. It's going on just like it was when you cut your first tree down, Noah. Everything's still bone dry. Ain't no flood. Ah, Noah. Yeah, a flood's coming to take us all away. What in the world was that? is that when that first drop of rain hits somebody on the head what is that you know what I don't want to look around and see people missing and say what was that I don't want that knowledge to hit me in the face when I realize that my loved ones are gone but I'm still here that the church is gone, but I'm still here. And I spent years preaching, but I'm still here. Friend, I cannot stop watching. I got to keep preaching, but I got to keep watching. Mm. Serious business. They didn't know until the flood came, took them all away, washed them away. He said, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken, the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the meal. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two. And then one's taken. What was different? One was watching. One working in the same field. If you're in a field, back then people owned their field. They had the same master. They served the same master. Two different rows, just going there. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, just picking these beans, just going. Where'd you go? It ain't gonna be enough to just be in the same field. You've got to be watching. You've got to be watching. Two sleeping in a bed, same house, same probably husband and wife. Could be, could be siblings, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just fa- family relations that don't get you there. Somebody's got to be watching. Even in, their, even in that natural slumber, there was something that didn't leave their mind. Jesus is coming back. I don't want to be left when he comes back. I want to be found watching. I know, it, oh my goodness, Pastor, what a, yeah, let me tell you, there's been people leaving this world every day for the last five days. People that we know and it just made me realize we better start watching. Because let me tell you, you're either going to go, whether you sleep or awake at that time, and I mean whether you're dead or alive at the time it's coming, you're either going to rise or not rise. 
If you've been watching, you're going to rise. If you watched until you closed your eyes, you're going to rise. But if you're still here, you better be watching. I think about how Elijah told Elisha, when Elisha said, I want a double portion of your spirit. He said, mm, that's a hard thing, but if you see me when I go up, I guarantee you, Elisha, what are you doing, Elisha? I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, he said, I want you, God. I want that thing. I want that. I want it. I want it. Let me tell you, I want to go there one day. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be watching. He's coming with clouds. I'm watching. Every, I promise you, every day I'm on it, a blue sky with clouds come flowing by. I'm just like, is it today? Is it today? Because he's coming with clouds. If his storm clouds come in, I don't care. He has his way in the whirlwind and the storm, so it might be in the storm cloud. I'm going. But when I see clouds, I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we, this might be it. Here we go. I'm getting, I don't know. But I'll tell you this. Knowing that he's coming back should govern every single thing you say or do. Knowing that he's coming back and look, two, one's taken, one's left. That's a 50-50 shot. But it ain't a gamble. They were sure of what they had. Ten virgins, five wise, five foolish. Five foolish didn't have no oil. It was all choice. Wasn't no gamble. The five wise, they made sure they had oil in their lamp because I don't know what time he's coming, but I'm going to make sure I got enough oil that when he comes I can trim my lamp and be ready to go on in. And I won't be found on the outside of the door saying, open to us, and him say, I don't know you. I want to watch. And then after he talks about these two being taken or two and then one taken, one left, he says, watch. Therefore, for you don't know what hour your Lord has come. But know this, that if the government of the house had known what watch the thief would come, he would have watched. He would have not suffered his house to be broken into. So you need to be also ready for in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh. In such an hour as we think not, Jesus is coming again. I don't want to get caught up in the Watched pot doctrine. In verse 48, he said, well, in, in verse 45, he said, Who is the faithful and wise servant? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he, shall, when he cometh, shall find him so doing. Verily I say unto you that he shall make him ruler of all his goods. He's watching. But if that evil servant shall say in his heart, my Lord delays his coming, and then he begins to smite his fellow servants to eat, drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him and in an hour that he is not aware. Being faithful still means something. When we're faithful to God and faithful to the call and faithful to what he brought us into, we won't be caught. We won't be caught unready. We're going to all be caught by surprise but some will be ready and some won't be ready. And don't think that just because we're watching that, oh, I thought it would be today. No. Some people are going to be dropping their fork when it happens. Some people are going to be driving a car, flying a plane, riding a bike, whatever. It's going to happen just like that, in the moment and in the twinkling of an eye. 
But he said that the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looks not for him and an hour he's not aware and say, and cut him and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You can come to the music bar. Stand with me this morning. I know that's a serious message for today. And it's easy to preach victory and healing, but but when I read this, I see victory. I see victory for those that have made themselves ready. I see triumph. I think about heaven. I think about overcoming. I think about being ready. But it's easy to preach about slaying giants and walking on water and make a way where there is no way and path through the sea. Those things that we shout about and that's, that's what I need. Weeping may endure for a night. Joy comes in the morning. That's, that's what I need. That's, look, none of that would mean, none of those messages mean anything no matter how they inspired you, if you missed the coming of the Lord. Stories about the Red Sea and giants going down won't mean nothing if you miss Jesus coming again. You hearing what I'm saying? Conferences and camp meetings don't mean nothing. North American Youth Congress and 30,000 people was great, fantastic. What if it won't mean a thing if you miss Jesus coming back? I got to watch. Scripture says for me, don't get weary and well doing. For if I faint not, I shall reap. Paul said, I finished my course, I fought a good fight, I kept the faith, and now there's laid up a crown of righteous, righteousness for me, but not for me only, but to all them that love his appearing. Well, those that's not watching, they're going to love his appearing. They're going to be sad and grieved at his appearing because they're only seeing him there. But the scripture says those that are ready will be caught up in the air and so shall we ever be with the Lord. So I I beg you, watch. Jesus commanded it. I'm begging you. Heed it. Listen to it. Watch. Your labor is not in vain. Finish your course. Fight the good fight. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Keep the faith. Jesus is coming to church. Watch. No matter what you're doing, what ministry you're in, what, 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 your, what your job in this world is, no matter what your hobbies are, whatever you just watch. Don't let nothing distract you from watching. No matter what you see happening in this world or what you don't see, Watch. Because the pot does boil and Jesus is coming back with the altars open this morning I invite you to come and pray and get yourself ready get yourself ready for the coming of the Lord God bless you
Jesus would be here to get us. That Jesus was coming back, we knew that there was a clock, and we were watching it count down, and in three minutes, Jesus would be here. How would you pray? Jesus. I want you to think about it. How would you pray if you knew that within less than five minutes, I'm either going or staying? I feel pretty sure. Are you that sure? Or would you pray? Oh. What if he was coming back? It's about two minutes now. What if in two minutes, the trumpet's going to sound in two minutes? How would you pray right now? How would you start lifting your voice right now in this house? I want you to pray like he's going to be here in the next two minutes. I want you to pray like he's going to be here in the next two minutes. make it is it something in my heart is it something in my life is it bitterness in me is there unforgiveness in me is there something going to hold me here how would you pray you got about one minute how would you pray Oh, it could hey, and it could happen. That trumpet could sound in the next five minutes. It could happen. I want you to pray like your eternity depends on it, because it does. I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to be left behind. I don't want to be left.
Jesus. Jesus. You see, we don't know the day, the hour. But every time we pray, you should pray like he may come before the end of this. Be serious in that prayer. Friend, there ain't nothing worth holding on to. There ain't nothing worth worth missing heaven over. No bad feelings, no grudges, no bitterness or unforgiveness. That, that stuff's got to go. Let it go. Let it go. Get it out. If you need to make things right with somebody, if you need to reconcile with them, then do that. By all means, do it. We often think of the scripture that says, what would a man, would it profit a man if he could gain the whole world, but he loses his soul? Or what would a man give in exchange for his soul? We think about things that people would have, but some people, what they're exchanging is stuff that's eating them alive. It's not wealth or riches or fame or it's anger and hatred and bitterness and all kind of things that's welled up inside of them and and they would because of their pride or their ego pride goeth before destruction they would rather hold on to something rather than let it go than humble themselves and just ask forgiveness or humble themselves and 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 reconcile with somebody and hold on to that you're going to hold on to that hatred and bitterness and it's going to be to your detriment it's going to keep you on this earth one day don't let it happen serve the Lord with gladness the scripture says serve the Lord with gladness love one another and watch Jesus is coming again Let's give him a hand and a shout of praise this house. Hallelujah. I love his appearing. I want to be like those that Paul said, them that love his appearing. I want to be one that loves it. I want to be loving it when I see him in the clouds. Thank you for being in service today. And thank you for responding in worship with the choir and the music and with and with the word we're going to make it folks let's make it together don't let nothing stop you from watching I love you I see you at prayer meeting I hope tomorrow night 7 o'clock prayer and communion it's going to be a great time watch and pray let tomorrow night be the biggest prayer meeting of the year love to see about 100 people here it'd be awesome wouldn't it God bless you pray for us today we've got viewings for funerals and different things we've got to travel so Pray for us. We'll see you tomorrow in Jesus' name. God bless you. You're dismissed.